0: Hey there, I'm Tiffany Youngren, owner of OMH Agency and welcome to Breakaway Agent. In a world full of real estate pros struggling to get ahead, there are a few who emerge and become wildly successful. If you are or are working to become one of these breakaway agents, this show is for you. Thank you for listening and even if you just get one thing out of this episode that helps your business grow, that is a huge win. Hopefully you'll get a few nuggets to help you move forward. Today I am so excited to welcome Todd Pearl, broker at Keller Williams Realty Beach Cities. Thanks so much, Todd, for being here.
1: Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, great. Well, thank you. Um, Why don't we just start out? Why don't you tell us about yourself and what you do?
1: Okay, so I am the uh, broker of record at Keller Williams Beach Cities. We're located in the South Bay cities of Los Angeles. So cities that the audience might be familiar with are Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, El Segundo, that's our our area of expertise. Um, My primary business is my real estate sales consulting business, working with buyers, sellers and investors. And then my secondary um, business is being the broker at this market center of over 250 agents. Oh,
0: very good. Awesome. Awesome. And, And how long have you been in the industry?
1: So, I got my license initially, my broker 's license in two thousand and three, and I got it um, because um, of my investor history. I was uh, investing in real estate and liked the area, um, but I was practicing law at the time and um, in two thousand and five, I was defending a real estate broker in a mediation, and we spent a full day in that in one room while the mediator went bounced around from room to room trying to settle this particular claim and we talked to real estate all day and he heard a passion about real estate in, in how I expressed myself and offered to have me come to his office and just show me what it was like to operate as a as a selling broker um, and, and work with buyers and he trained me how to work with buyers and I got to give my first set of keys to buyers and it was so satisfying seeing how happy that they were that um, I thought you know what I was looking for a next chapter anyway so I kind of left the law behind, and I've been doing it full time ever since.
0: Oh, very good. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, once you get that bug, you know, it's we were just talking about that earlier. Like it's you just it sticks with you, doesn't it? Exactly. So, do you have a niche or a niche client or property type that you typically
1: work with? So, I started out um, uh, with first time buyers. I thought that that would be a good specialty to have because. Um, Typically, people are happy with their realtor, and they establish a long-term relationship with them. And instead of trying to break into somebody else's relationship, I thought I would start relationships with people that didn't have. Um, and so I started doing first-time buyer seminars, and I continue to do those to this day. And um, it's fun to to help somebody uh, and help protect somebody as they're trying to uh, to do probably at this point the biggest transaction of their life but I've now moved uh, a lot into list, the listing side. So primarily residential or multifamily residential, but um, it's probably about 60% listings now and 40% working with buyers.
0: Okay, okay, very good. So um, you have a lot of, um, I'm, in addition to just real estate in general and growing businesses, I'm also really fascinated by the whole team dynamic how many people are in your office and um, like what role do you guys play in each other's lives and businesses?
1: <laughs> well, one, one thing that's, uh, that attracted me to Keller Williams and I've only been with Keller Williams for about three and a half years now. But one of the things that attracted me was the fact that everyone, the culture and and that everyone helped everyone because we consider ourselves agent partners with each of the other agents in the office. So we have open door policy and we share. And um, of course, we're competing for the same the same listing we're going to go and and have a healthy competition but otherwise we're helping each other in their businesses and there's a profit share piece to the Keller Williams model that that basically um, establishes why you would be an agent partner with with others in your office or in other offices as well so in that way we're always helping each other in terms of my particular team I have just a small team right now I have a transaction coordinator um, and then all of my affiliates that help me and my clients in the business I've kept it lean so far because I wanted to be the primary um, uh, person in the uh, in the relationship and the transaction with my clients. Um, but I intend to grow the business and in 2019 I intend to um, add to the team
0: Oh, very good, very good so um and I love that you're so committed to growth. What are one or two things that you struggle with today when it comes to growing your sales?
1: Um, sticking to my appointments with myself. Mm. So, um, you know, I do time block um, and I do try to, um, if I have to um, erase, then I try to replace that, that time block in another time during the day. Um, but sometimes the uh, life or the whirlwind uh, you know, strikes when you don't expect and you're not able to to keep that appointment. I try very hard and I have a coach who's keeping me accountable um, in that way. Um, but that's, that's a little bit of a struggle, especially in the lead generation time.
0: Okay, I was just gonna ask you so, cause I time block and so I always have like the things and I struggle with the same thing. It's like, there are certain blocks that sometimes just get like, oops, you know, went into that time. Um, so it's lead generation that is your little square that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tends yeah. to get pushed, yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's some, probably the most important piece of the business. If Without the leads, you're not going to have any business. So um, that's the part that you should honor uh, and respect the most. And I'm trying very hard to, uh, to correct that. But, um, you know, it's worked out okay so far. But I think that it, if I kept it um, uh, more to the time block that I have in my calendar, that the growth would happen the way gotcha. I would
0: like. Yeah. Well, it's good that you just kind of keep, keep at it. And you know, it, it's like, we're always practicing these good habits, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> we never we're quite practicing arrive good,
1: practicing habits. Exactly. <laughs> Establishing, hopefully good new ones.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and so now you mentioned too, that you've, um, led and you do training for over 250 agents. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And so as you're training them and watching them in what they're doing, if you could just make them do three things, what would those three things be that you just would feel would transform their business?
1: So first of all, um, have a, a, you know, a deep conversation with themselves as to what they're looking to get out of the business. Um, is it gonna be full-time? Is it gonna be part-time? Do they wanna make a, a certain amount of money? Um, and do they wanna build a business or do they want it to just be transactional? if they're willing to run it like a business, then I would say, um, figure out what you want, have a life by design and not by default. Um, this is what they teach us, um, in Keller Williams. And then, um, and then set those goals and then reverse engineer those goals to the daily actions that will get you to those goals. Mm -hmm. So, and the the actions for the most part, especially as a new agent, they're going to be primarily lead generation.
0: Sure. So what's another? So that would be your magic trip number magic tip number one. What would
1: Yeah, I kind of I kind of put them a, a little bit together. So oh, okay, first, okay. So yeah, first <laughs> thinking about what you want, okay. um, then the goal and then reverse engineering so that you can get to the daily actions, which again for the most part is gonna be that lead generation.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, um, now that you've been in the business for a while, what is something that you would tell your rookie self today?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think that, um, I would try to, um, tell myself to be, um, uh, think bigger. Um, Mm. so there's one of the, one of the reasons people get into real estate is they think that they can, um, have flexible time and they think there's probably a lot of money to be made um, and that there's, there's no limit really to what you can do in the business. Um, but I, I, I don't think that I started out that way as a rookie. I thought, you know, I want, I, I want the flexible time, I want the money, but didn't realize that I was establishing a business and running a business. And, um, and I, because I was a, a, an attorney, I could become a broker right away so I was like, why do I need to share a commission with anyone? I'm just going to hang my own shingle and be pro Properties and, um, and, and go about it. And it was fine, but I missed out on a lot. I missed out on a lot of growth opportunities because I didn't have um, the referral network like I do now at Keller Williams. I didn't have the mentors, coaches, or the people that have done everything in this business, including exit strategy, creating an exit strategy that I wouldn't have to recreate the wheel and I could just learn off of their models. And so Mm -hmm. the split that I didn't want to have um, is really an investment that has a return on the investment. So I would say, you know, think bigger when you get into the business, if you want to make it a business and last in the business.
0: Mm. And so um, I just, I'm really curious. So now you have a coach now, is that correct?
1: Correct, yes.
0: And when you came into the business, did you have like a mentor or somebody that kind of guided you along the way?
1: Just just that first broker that taught me how to, um, how to basically work with buyers. But other than that, no, I just, it was all just trial and error and learning on my own and figuring out how to navigate this whole system.
0: And so as you work with a coach now, what are some things like if, um, cause I know a lot of agents are maybe unaware of the huge advantage there is to having a coach do you meet with your coach on like a regular basis or what how how does that dynamic work
1: so we uh, we have a, um, a phone meeting once a week um, and in that phone meeting we are talking about um, what I'm doing to to move my business forward both in the business and, and um, working on the business. So the models and systems and adding um, teams or leverage, um, she keeps me accountable. So, you know, she knows what my goals are and she knows what the activities are, are needed to be done in order to meet those goals. And so she makes sure that, that I'm doing it. So it sometimes is an uncomfortable process, but that's the way it's supposed to be because you're not, you're not growing unless you're out of your comfort zone
0: that's so true so have you seen measurable results since you've had i mean have you had coaching all along or was there did you notice like measurable results when you from the time you started until now or how's that gone
1: so i'm learning a lot i definitely am learning a lot by having the coach and it's expanding my um toolbox in terms of what i can offer to clients or what i can offer to my own business uh in terms of measuring it for um I'm not sure yet. Um, it, it hasn't been that long. I, f- I finally came over to the coaching side um, about a year and a couple months. So um, we've made definite progress and I feel good about it. And I'm I'm willing to continue to invest in the coaching uh, process and the expense. Um, I know it's going to, to pay off. I just can't associate it directly with, with money yet.
0: Yeah, sometimes that takes some time to progress to that point. Yes. So what attracted you? Like, what made you make that decision to go, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually hire a coach and invest in, in that type of help?
1: So I was. Um, we have a lot of training at Keller Williams. Where, mm-hmm. We're the number one training company, not just in real estate, but training company in the world. And some of our training um, uh, is so worthwhile. And one of, it, one of the trainings is a group coaching called Bold. Mm-hmm. And I was in the bold coaching program and they talk about growth plans and they talk about mindset and so forth. And in terms of the growth plan, um, that both means personally and in your business and in your business, that means your, your organization chart and building your team. And the, the, um, the leader of the, uh, of that particular bold session said that, you know, the first hire is usually your executive administrator or your executive mm-hmm. assistant. And, um, but you're kind of in chaos as a single agent. You're, you're not sure about the models and systems that you need to be successful. Um, you're just basically learning the business and, and moving forward and being transactional. So he, he said something that kind of struck a chord with me. He said, why not make your first hire a coach? Because mm-hmm. your coach, um, why would you bring somebody into your chaos until you've had a control over your chaos and your coach is going to help you control that chaos and make it make yourself organized Um, that that resonated with me and um, one other thing he had said in that same in that same um, sort of advice was that the coach is gonna be in terms of expense to your business it's gonna be a lot cheaper than the administrative um, uh, executive administrator that you're gonna need to hire in the Los Angeles area so uh, take that jump or dip it dip your toe in that way and and I thought that was sound advice and so that's the reason I went that way
0: It's really about optimizing you, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like, you know, having the coach instead of having to bring a whole nother person on, it's like, how can we optimize you so you're productive or so you're efficient and you can get the same outcome as if you brought someone else on. But yet now that you're getting that training, when you do hire someone, it's going to be more successful for that other person.
1: You're you're a great listener, because I couldn't have said that any, any better.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, awesome. Um, well, let's see here. OK, so one of the things that I asked you prior to um, this interview uh, was about what I call the passion topic on the application. Um, it said, what piece of advice are you really passionate about that would help other real estate agents and brokers in today's market? And you said, there's no magic pill. You have to put in the work. Even though you're probably probably attracted to being a real estate agent for the flexibility of hours and the unlimited income potential, if you don't treat it like a business, including business planning and take the necessary actions each day to reach your goals, you will not last. Do you want to expand on that?
1: So it's really important to, um, to know what you want. Um, and, and knowing what you want both personally and professionally, um, Uh, is not going to be successful without planning. Um, And so every year around October, um, we start planning for the next year. um, And we start planning not only, uh, we have different models in our system. So we have an economic model, which is, you know, how how much money you would like to make and what does that look like in terms of um, how many clients you would have to work with and how many uh, families you'll have to help in that year and so forth and that's the reverse engineering back to what the daily actions would look like. And then we have the budget model. so how much are we going to spend in order to grow our business um, and um, and then we have the lead generation model. Of what what three pillars or more are we going to use in our lead generation so that we can, fulfill the the buckets that we need to for the economic model um, and then the, the final model is the organization chart and growing growing your business but the um, uh, like going back to the lead generation model if you don't put in the time so as real estate agents I think that we are um, uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of offerings out there we we want to see that next shiny penny or that next magic pill that's gonna suddenly make us like the greatest, uh, the greatest gift for real estate. And, um, and so we get calls and we get emails all the time from different providers, whether it's lead providers or a different CRM or a different software or a different type of advertising, whether it's Facebook or Yelp or otherwise. And there's definitely money to spend. But if we just spend unlimited without any sort of plan looking for that magic pill, we're gonna be out of the business pretty quickly. And so it's really important to have a plan, to follow the plan, to, to work the system, and to lead with revenue. So only spend when you know that you're going to make a return on that money. And so that's what I would tell to all of the agents out there, especially the new agents, is, is understand that you're creating your own business. You may have worked for an employer before and been W-2 and been guaranteed a, a, a paycheck every two weeks or every one week you're entering into a business that's all yours and you can run it however you want, Um, but you have to design it and then you have to live by that design.
0: Yeah, that's really true. That's really, you know, it's so funny. Um, You know, I'm obviously in marketing and um, I get asked all the time, especially by real estate agents, like, so if I were to market, what's the number one thing that agents do that will bring in, I'm like, well, I mean, it's like such a complex question, but I also on the flip side, remember being a real estate agent and, um, you know, you just get pitched absolutely every single thing. You know, I think, you know, um, the good side of it is, is, you know, like what the newest and latest and greatest is because it seems like they bring it to real estate. I mean, they do bring it to marketing people <laughs> quite often too, but, um, because they want us to pitch it for them. But, um, but in real estate, I just remember you know, I remember our agent, we had one agent walk into the room back in the early 90s and was like, I heard about this really cool new thing. It's called a a homepage. <laughs> like, ooh, oh, it's just going to it's a fly-by-night thing, you know. <laughs> so a lot of it's just discernment, like like you said, having a plan and just making sure all the pieces point towards the end, you know, that the end point that you have in mind versus just Willy-nilly in it every I always call it playing whack-a-mole you know you don't want to be playing whack-a-mole with your budget you know
1: exactly exactly and and you know there are going to be people that come into this business and they just want to do it you they, they want to support a family they have a young family and they just want to do it part- time and they can design the life that they want in real estate as well and then there's mm-hmm. going to be the people that want to be the top producers and there's a way for them to design it as well and it's just discernment and uh, sticking to a budget and making sure that you're profitable, um, so that you can continue to help these clients that you want to help. And that's probably one of the reasons that you got into the business in the first place. Sure. Sure.
0: Um, I, I okay. I have to ask too, like, um, a lot of times I, I always felt that, first of all, let me just ask, do you invest in real estate yourself? I do. Okay, cool. I kind of asked, I didn't tell you I was going to ask that. So I was a little like, I hope I like the answer, you know, like, (laughs) hope I'm not putting you on the spot. But um, because I always feel like, um, you know, you mentioned being really interested in like the whole investing and having investors and things like that. And I always think like, you know, you want to take advice from people who are doing what you want to be doing. So I think that's really helpful and an important part of a plan, I mean, obviously not every real estate agent, especially probably in the LA area can own their own home, especially if they're just, you know, starting out. For example, my daughter is, you know, 21, almost 22 and starting out in real estate, the girl grew up with real estate all around her, but you know, um, but it's good that you invest in real estate and you're able to speak from experience or you own it. So
1: yeah, it's been that, I mean that's preceded my my sales business. So I've been investing in real estate since mid nineteen nineties, and it's it started as a, a duplex, and it moved to a fourplex, and it moved to sixteen units, and um, now I'm into the triple net types of investments. And um, there's just there's just so much out there to help you increase your net wealth and to set up a retirement. And I think real estate is a great vehicle for that.
0: That's awesome. That's very cool. Okay, so now comes rapid fire.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I I know I sent you a list of the questions ahead of time. And I said rapid fire, but I didn't tell you what the <laughs> what the questions were. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say something to you. And I want you to quickly tell me your favorite tool person or other response to that, to that word or, or question. Okay. And you can say pass if you don't want to like share the answer. (laughs) So I know sometimes people are like, I don't want to tell you what I use for that, but um, so so you are more than welcome to pass if you want to. You ready? I am. Okay, perfect. What tool do you use for time blocking?
1: I use Google Calendar.
0: Very good. Favorite technology?
1: Uh, Evernote.
0: Evernote, uh,
1: CRM? I use LionDesk currently, but I'm very excited about command that's going to be coming out soon in the first quarter with Keller Williams.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Sales pipeline management.
1: Uh, I use a thing called, um, a tool called CTE or commitment to excellence. Um, And it's a, um, it's this very robust spreadsheet that um, this guy, Calvin Merkin created. He used to be a, um, um, MCA in a, in a market center in Minneapolis, I believe, and it encapsulates all four of the major models of the, of the Keller Williams model from the millionaire real estate agent. And it has, um, once you fill in one area of the spreadsheet or one sheet, it populates to the others and pipeline is part of it.
0: Oh, very good. So is it a Keller Williams product or is it available to everybody?
1: It's available to everyone.
0: Awesome. Transaction management.
1: Uh, we use dot loop here in the market center, but I also use um, an extension on Chrome called folio, which helps me keep organized in the transaction. So um, it, it creates smart folders. So it recognizes people and, and properties and keeps it uh, all of the emails together and all the documents together and all the parties together. And then once I get into a transaction, I'm able to set up the, the deadlines throughout the transaction and it auto populates to my Google calendar.
0: Awesome. I feel like you're a tech guy. Like you must really like, awesome. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Favorite book.
1: Um, Favorite book. Um, Business wise, I would, I would have to say millionaire real estate agent. It's, it really has everything soup to nuts that you would need to run a successful business. Um, Personally, I think my favorite book, I haven't read it for like 20, 25 years, but I really liked *The Prince of Tides*.
0: Oh, okay, very good, very good. So, who do you consider your mentor?
1: Um, I have several. I have several mentors. Um, I, you know, I don't know him, but I consider Gary Keller a mentor. I have um, the uh, the ops or operating principles in my market center who are mentors. Of course, my coach. Of course, and uh, and then our team leader. I think we are mentors for each other. Very good. Favorite training resource. Uh, um, The Market Center or KW Connect.
0: Okay. Personal growth teacher.
1: Personal growth teacher. I'm not sure that I have a personal growth teacher. Okay. My wife. (laughs) Okay.
0: Very good. (laughs) She'll like that answer. (laughs) So, okay. Last question. Most underrated resource in your industry?
1: Probably the phone.
0: Okay. (laughs) Like the telephone, like the actual, just like pick it up, talk on it kind of way. Okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Very
0: good. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that I haven't asked that maybe I should have that you think someone might uh, uh, someone who's either building their business or trying to take it to the next level that they could get some um, value out of
1: Um, I think the the thing I would say is that there's somebody's just coming into the business is that understand that there's a lot of there's a lot to understand There's a lot um, that goes into the training of what it means to be a real estate licensee or a real estate professional. Um, Take as much training as you can. Make sure that in those trainings that you you pull away one or two things at least that you can implement and maybe put a little eye with a circle around those things that you want to pull out of that training and have to schedule some time after the training to go back and look at what you've learned. and realize that, especially, I know I talk a lot about Keller Williams. I'm kind of enthusiastic about it because of what it's done for me. But um, like when you, you come to our training, it's uh, the way I I look at it. And I told uh, I taught a class yesterday, and I told one of the the newer agents this, and she she said it encapsulated exactly how she was feeling. Is that it's almost like attaching yourself to a fire hose and not being able to regulate it yet, but eventually mm-hmm. you'll be able to regulate it.
0: Yeah, that's a very good analogy. That's. Fine okay so that was kind of the last question it actually wasn't the last question this is my i mean (laughs) i love all those questions but this is really my favorite (laughs) um i am a huge foodie and of all the podcasts i've done i've never ended it without this question Um, what is your favorite dish and at what restaurant or where can it be found
1: so um i like um there's a little sushi place in Hermosa that's in a strip mall that you would never go to unless somebody told you it's good and you should go there. It's called Okie Doki. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> Okie
1: Doki. Okie dokie. Okay. And, uh, they have a roll there called the Aloha Roll that I just think is the best. Um, it's basically a spicy tuna roll that's wrapped in albacore that has then scallions on it and a dollop of sriracha and then is mm. has a layer of garlic sauce over it. It's amazing.
0: Oh, it sounds delicious, <laughs> sounds awesome. You know, um, it's so funny, okie dokie, cause you're right, like one, it's in a strip mall and two, it doesn't have a name that sounds the right no ethnicity.
1: Ambiance, <laughs> no ambiance to the place at all. We're going there for the food for sure.
0: Oh, that's so, well, we have a, in Bozeman, um, I'm in, I'm in Montana and Billings. And I know when we go to Bozeman, there are actually a couple good sushi places there. And one of them is called Dave's. And I just remember, and it's really one of the best sushi places, but it's, I always thought, you know, if I didn't see so many great reviews for it, I never would have gone because, you know, exactly. a guy named Dave making sushi. I just, <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs>
1: so that's awesome. Okie dokie. What, what did you say the name of it was? dave's like dave okay (laughs) um, that's actually my dog's name dave
0: oh oh okay well there you go that's so funny well thank you so much todd for being here you gave us some really great takeaways i really appreciate it
1: oh absolutely this is very fun and uh, again thank you for seeking me out i really had a good time
0: absolutely awesome well and thank you so much to everyone who's listening and remember the best is yet to come Breakaway Agent is produced by OMH Agency and hosted by Tiffany Youngren. A special thanks to production assistance by Taylor Hill, Dwayne Youngren, and Miranda Youngren. The song Beside Me is by Youngren Music, and a special thanks to our audio production advisor and engineer, Alex Youngren.